This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Welcome to this fifth and final day of Pastor Ray's life-changing message entitled, Sowing and Reaping, Planting Good Seeds to Harvest Great Rewards. In our opening four days, Pastor laid down a solid foundation for the words found in Galatians 6, 7. Whatsoever a man sows, that he will also reap. In closing, however, Pastor asks, if this is true, why do some, even those sowing good seed, never seem to see their harvest? In Galatians 6, 9, there's a condition attached to the secret of how best to break through this barrier, and it's all about patience. It states, let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. The condition is, don't grow weary. When weary, we're taught four things we should always do and four things we should never do. But above all else, continue to plant your seed and expect your harvest. But just don't quit. The secret to the the breakthrough is that you just don't quit. The secret to the breakthrough is that you keep on doing even when it's not easy to do it. You keep standing in faith even when it's not easy to stand in faith. And that's the warning, that, well, not the warning, but the exhortation that he's giving us here. He's telling you God's not going to be mocked. You're going to get whatever you sow. If you're sowing right, you're going to get right. Amen. God's not going to be mocked. Whatever a man sows is what a man's going to get back, right? The farmer sows seed with the hope of receiving something back from that seed. And likewise, we as, as God's children, we're encouraged to sow, and when we sow, when we give, when we, not only finances, but, but everything we do to people, every, every bit of faith that we use in the Word, uh, from the Word, everything we sow by our actions and by our deeds, God has in his, in his mind attached to it a return of blessing into your life. But in the process of doing it, sometimes we can grow weary. And I, I know too many believers, and this is why I'm on this, I know too many believers who I believe right at the right at the border, right at the doorway to the blessing and the breakthrough have quit. And the Bible clearly says, don't grow weary while doing good, for in due season you shall reap. Now notice what it says, if you do not lose heart or you do not give up. So the blessing, the return on your sowing has something attached to it, a condition or a couple of conditions. And one condition is that don't allow yourself to get weary. If you do get weary, keep on doing it. And, and if you keep, keep on doing it, don't ever stop doing it. See, I know in like in tithing, people, people say, well, you know, I, I tithe, but not all the time. Well, you're getting weary in your giving. And, and he says, clearly, he said, do not grow weary while you're tithing. Because in due season, you shall reap a financial blessing if you do not lose heart. Here. Let's say, let's, let's put it there. And, and do not grow weary while loving on people, even when they're not loving you back. Because in due season, you're going to reap 
a whole bucket load, truckload of love back into your own life. Right? So let, 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 let's, keep re- let's, keep, let's use some other, other things. Let us not grow weary while helping others, even if nobody helps me. For in due season, I'm going to reap the help that I need at the moment I need it because I've sown help, so I'm going to get it back. And let us not grow weary while forgiving others, even when people haven't forgiven me, maybe. Because in due season, at the right moment of time, there's coming a time when you're going to need it, because I really believe what the due season is, is the season that you need it. Not the season that you think you need it. Not the season that you may want it, but the season that you really need it. That's the due season. So, so he says here, don't become weary while forgiving others, even when you, you yourself haven't received the forgiveness. For in due season, you're going to reap a whole lot of forgiveness when you need it. Let us not grow weary. You can put anything in here. Let us not grow weary, weary while being patient with others, even when some haven't been patient with me. For in due season, you're going to reap patience from others when you need it, because you've sown it. Wow, is that powerful? You can stick understanding in there. You can stick patience, anything you want in there, you can put it in there. Whatever a man sows is what a man's going to reap. But the, 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 the condition that's attached to this is do not grow weary. And I have too many weary Christians. They're doing it, but then they're not doing it. They're doing it. They're giving up. They're losing, they're losing their strength. They're losing their, you know, oomph. And, and they're quitting just before the harvest. See, that, that's why I will never quit doing it. Now, listen, have I been tempted to quit? You better believe it. Probably more than you've ever been tempted to quit. Don't you think the devil would love for me to quit? Don't you think he would love for me to turn my back on some of the stuff and just walk away and quit? Look at what he would win. Look at how many souls would get messed up. And look at, you know, look, look at the ramifications if, I'm, if somebody in my position... I, I, I get tempted sometimes, but I've made a decision that I'm going to keep on doing it. I'm going to keep on saying it. I'm going to keep on believing it. I'm going to keep on standing on it. I'm going to keep on doing it because I believe this promise, the exhortation is that I'm not to grow weary while I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing because in due season, at the proper time, I'm going to reap and the condition is that I must not ever for one minute ever quit from doing it. Right there, you found the answer to getting the breakthrough. Right there, you found the answer to getting your needs met and the answers to your prayers. Right there, you, you found the answer, the key to turning around every situation. And it's connected to the thoughts that we read before this. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows. So I say, whatever you need, you sow it. And you keep on sowing it. And you keep on staying on it. And even when you're weary, you pick yourself up and you say, I'm going to keep doing it because I'm not a quitter. Because quitters don't win. Quitters don't get breakthroughs. Quitters don't get blessings. Quitters get nowhere with God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And anyone who comes to him must know that he exists and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently, who diligently, who diligently, diligently in the good times, diligently in the not so good times, diligently when it's easy, diligently when it's not easy, diligently when you see something happen, diligently when you don't see something happen, who diligently, diligently in the morning, diligently in the afternoon, diligently in the evening, diligently on Sunday, diligently on Monday through Saturday, who diligently seek him. 
The thought connects. Do not become weary. Do not allow yourself to the level or to the point of weariness because weariness can actually cause you to lose the blessing and to lose the harvest that God has for you. And that's why I believe so many Christians today are not receiving the return on their doing and giving and, and all the things that they've sowed because they've quit. They've given up. They've stopped their faith. They've stopped believing it. He said, let us not grow weary while doing good because in the due season, everybody's got to say due season. Due season. God has a due season. Yes. I can tell you, there, you know, in, in building this church and starting from nothing, we started with 12 people and with just a hope and a vision and, and a dream. And, and boy, I'm going to tell you, it was tough. You know, like I keep saying, because people look, and they, you know, they look around, they see all this. You don't know what it's been on the way up, man. You don't know what the hike has been. Sure, we're on top of the mountain in some ways, but you don't know the journey getting up to the top of the mountain's been, how difficult it could be, you know. And um, along the way, you know, many, many opportunities to get weary. And if you don't deal with that weariness, that weariness will cause you to quit. Now listen to me. Listen to me. If you, if you allow that weariness to get a hold of your life, that weariness, the end result of that weariness is that it will cause you to quit and to give up. And if you quit you don't get the harvest. If you quit, you don't get, you don't get the, the, the blessing. So, so it is so important for us to understand that while we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, right? Living the word, believing the word, speaking the word, acting on the word, right? Doing what the word teaches us to do when it's easy, when it's not easy, when it's, you know, when it's sunny days, when it's a rainy day, whatever it is. While we're doing it, he says, don't get weary because... If you get weary and you don't deal with that weariness, the end result is that you could quit and you could lose your harvest. Are y'all? Is this sinking in? Right? So you have to make a decision. You have to say, I'm going to keep doing it, keep going. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. Somebody give me an amen on that. All right. I want to go through this real quick because I don't have a whole lot of time. Four things to do in a time of weariness. I don't have time to elaborate on this, but I want you to write this down. Write down Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, 28 through 29. Just some very, very basic points, but, but for us, they are very, very important to remember and to live. Four things to do in the time of weariness. Number one, go to Jesus. Go back to Jesus. It's amazing when I found myself in the time of weariness because something that's connected with weariness usually that rides on the heels of weariness is doubt and unbelief. And, and usually when I'm in doubt and unbelief, it means that I, I've, I've moved away from keeping my eyes on Jesus. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Am I the only one that's ever done that? All right. So you've got to go back to Jesus. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, 28, 29 says, He says, Come unto me, you who labor and are heavy laden. And one of the things I learned, when, you're heavy, when, you're, when, you're, when you labor and you're heavy laden, you feel burdened down, you go back to Jesus. What you do is you just drop everything at the feet of Jesus. You just give it over to Jesus. Lord, I'm not going to struggle with this. I'm not going to fight with this thing anymore. I can't figure it out. I'm a sower. I'm a believer. I'm a doer of your word. I've been sowing right. I've been acting right. I've been talking right. I've been doing everything according to your word. And therefore, I'm not going to struggle with this anymore. I'm going to drop it into your hands, oh God. And it's, and it's in your lap. And I know you're going to work. He will perfect that which concerns me. I have full confidence in God's word that you will not be mocked. What I have sown, I'm going to reap. 
It doesn't look like I'm reaping it right now, but my reaping day is coming. I'm telling you, folks, your reaping day is coming if you refuse weariness and you don't quit and you don't give up. You keep doing it. That is the key. That is the secret to getting the principles and the promises of God's word operate, getting the answers to your prayers and getting the return on your giving and on the things you, that is the, that is the key that you cannot get weary while you're doing it. And if you do, you got to fight that weariness. And this is how you do it. You go to Jesus. He says here, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. He invites you to take his yoke. You know, sometimes when we get, we get weary, I wonder if we're really carrying his yoke or our own yoke or somebody else's yoke. Whose yoke are you carrying? You're supposed to be carrying his yoke. Amen? Amen. And the reason why you want his yoke is because when you take others' yokes, they just dump it on you and it weighs you down and you're on your own. But when you take Jesus' yoke, he's connected to you. He's in the yoke right next to you. Hallelujah. He's carrying the weight for you. I don't have time to get into that, but there's actually a good teaching about that. Because that's how they break in oxen. They take a mature oxen who is seasoned and is fully muscular and, and able to carry the weight. And they put the yoke on him. And they take a new oxen, a young oxen, who hasn't yet developed the, 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 the muscle and the power and the know-how. And they yoke them together. And they make him walk with the more mature one until he can do it on his own. And that's exactly what Jesus does with us. That's why we've got to keep ourselves connected, yoked to Jesus. And one of the reasons sometimes we get weary is because we're far from being connected to Jesus. We've taken the weight of our concerns, the weight of our worries, the weight of our pressures, and we've taken... Am I speaking to anybody in this nice church tonight? See, so, so number, one, number one, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that honesty. Go to Jesus, all right? So often, you know, I just go and I just, I go to the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, I'm tired of carrying this. I'm just putting it all on you. I'm not going to get weary because if I get weary, there's a chance I'm going to quit. Wow. Am I talking to anybody here? Wow. Chance I'm going to quit, so I don't want to quit. So I'm coming to you, Lord, and I'm getting myself reconnected with you. So go to Jesus. You've got to go quickly. Number two, according to 1 Peter 5, 7, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. So he invites us to cast our cares. So what does that mean? That means if I'm to cast them, I'm not supposed to be holding on to them. 1 Peter 5, 7, again, casting your care upon him because he cares for you. Actually, Amplified, you ought to read in the Amplified, that he cares for you affectionately. It means his affection, his love is upon you. He cares for you. And that's why he invites you to cast your cares upon him. So while you're doing and believing and standing in faith, and you know you have the exhortation by Galatians 6 that I'm not to become weary because if I get weary, there's a chance that I'm going to quit and God doesn't want you to quit because God doesn't, can't bless quitters, can only bless those who continue keep on doing it, right? That, that's, that's what's connected to this. So he tells you while you're doing it and you have the sense of weariness or you feel weary, I'm telling you what to do. Cast your cares upon me. And that's risky. Did you hear what I said? That's risky because some of us don't like to let go of our worries and concerns because somehow we think if we let go of them, our whole life is going to fall apart. And you know what I say? Let it fall apart. Better in the hands of Jesus than in your hands because I found that in my hands I make a bigger mess than I do fix things. And that's sometimes the cause of weariness in our lives because we're trying to work it out. Now, I, really, I know I don't have any control freaks in this house. I know none of you are control freaks like me. 
like I used to be. Right? Am I speaking to anybody? Yeah. Amen. So, so that's what causes sometimes that weariness. So we're trying to hold it all together. We're trying to, you know, put it. Man, it wears us out. And we're doing God's word, and we don't know why we're not getting the breakthrough. Well, maybe it's just not your due season, but you're trying to create the season. You can't, you can't put the seed in the ground and then <laughs> and spit on it and, and say, come on, rock, grow in the name of Jesus. Grow. And then, how come it's not growing? Well, because that particular seed takes, you know, three months before you're going to see anything. Good. Amen. But some of us are control freaks. We want now. And then we, we get weary. And the next thing we know, you know, we're like, Man, this is wearing me out. I don't understand this. Well, you're acting like an idiot. <laughs> relax. Sow the seed and relax. Say, sow the seed and relax. Turn to somebody and say, relax. relax. He said he's not going to be mocked. Whatever you sow is coming back. It just may not be coming back in your time frame. So you've got to cast your care upon him. Jeremiah, write this down, 31. Oh, man, where did all my time go tonight? Jeremiah 31, 25 says, I will refresh, this is the NIV version, I will refresh the weary and sustain the faint. Number three, keep standing even when you feel like sitting down. Keep standing even when you feel like laying down. Just keep standing. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brother, brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Goes back to the sowing and reaping principle. Whatever you do is not in vain. It's coming back on you because God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows is what a man's going to reap. Right? Um, Hebrews 10.35 on that point says, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. A great reward is coming to your Ability, or to your confidence, the confidence that you exhibit in doing the will of God and doing the word of God, there is a great reward that comes from being confident in it, in it. So as you're sowing, you do it with great confidence, there's a great reward that comes. See? Confidence and reward are connected. Did you all hear what I said? Confidence and reward are connected. All right. Number four, I'm going through these very fast. Wait on the Lord. The Bible teaches us to wait on God. In other words, not in your season. God's got a season. Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29 through 31 says, He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, He increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. Even anointed people get weary and faint. And young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. That means just hanging out with God sometimes, right? Um, actually, that, that, that verse means that he will exchange your weakness for his strength. See? So those who wait on the Lord, those who spend time with God and just taking their cares and putting them in God's hands, says he's going to renew your strength. He's going to take your weakness and give you his strength in replace. And he says... They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk. In other words, you're not, weariness is not, not going to be able to get a hold of you. You're going to walk and you're going to run and you're not going to faint because you're really trusting in God. See, you put your, all of your future, all of your hopes, all of your everything in God's hands. Wow, is that powerful? Can I just give you this? I have like, like, like one minute. 
But I want to give you these things. I don't want to go over this again next week because then I might get accused that I don't know anything else. <laughs> Four things to never do in the time of weariness. Four things that you should never do in the time of weariness. Number one, never be driven by irrational emotions. Never be driven by irrational emotions. Remember your emotions want to get a hold of you. We walk by faith, not by emotions. Right? So never be driven by irrational emotions because in a time of, you know, where your emotions have gotten hold of you, you can make some of the most serious mistakes and you might quit. You might give up. You might stop doing it. Don't ever allow your irrational emotions to cause you uh, to make decisions that you shouldn't make. All right? So, so you could say it this way. Never make life-changing decisions in a time of weariness. The battle, the, the weariness you're feeling today will be gone tomorrow. If you do the, the four steps we talked about before, just getting back to the presence of God and prayer and trusting him. Maybe we need to go over this again. I don't know. Number two, don't lose a good perspective on your circumstance or situation. You can look at things from different ways. So it's so important to look at your situation from the best perspective that you can, you can get. Right? Don't let the emotions and all these other things cause you to get a... You know, there, there's, there's a good chance that, that there's good in this situation. Look for the good. Keep a good perspective. We're getting out of this mess. Things are turning around. We're not going to be here forever. It may feel like it, but we're not. Money's coming. We may be broke, but God says we're rich. Hallelujah. We may, we may be poor right now, but God's word says that we're rich. We may not be feeling well, but God's word says I'm healed. I may be feeling weak, but God says I've got strength. I may not be feeling so great against the odds that are against me, but greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So you've got to have a good perspective. All right? Uh, just a caveat on this is that sometimes looking at something differently will give you a great refreshing. Changes everything, just the way you look at it. Number three, don't let times of weariness cause you to fall into unbelief. Now, Romans chapter 4 and verse 20 says, Abraham did not waver at the promises of God in unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that, he was, uh, that what he had promised he was able to perform. So don't let times of weariness cause you to get into doubt and unbelief. And I found that sometimes in times of weariness, if I'm not careful, you can start doubting God, doubting the Word, doubting yourself, doubting everything, doubting you heard from God, doubting that there is even a God. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So don't let times of weariness take you to that place. Number four, here's another thing, and it's simple. Don't ever quit. Four things to do. Don't ever quit. You'll reap a harvest, according to Galatians 6, 9, if you do not quit. So four things you never do is never be driven by irrational emotions. Don't ever lo or don't lose a good perspective. Don't let times of weariness cause you to fall into doubt and unbelief. And don't ever quit. Those are the four don'ts in a time of weariness. Hallelujah. We're going to stop right there. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC PO Box 8187 White Plains, New York 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.